so balls. You're not even ready for how this is gonna start. You have ball hairs. You're not even ready for how this is gonna start. You have ball hairs stuck in your throat from all the balls you suck. What? Wait, keep talking? Who's saying this song? Wait, talk as loud as you might talk. This is about as loud as I might talk. Fuck. I'm gonna have to max you out. Do it again, talk again. This is about as loud as I might talk. Yeah, that's a little that's a little much. Talk again? This is about as loud as I might talk. Alright, cool. Alright, cool. Why are you sitting like that? I sit how I sit. What do you mean? What's wrong with how I'm sitting? I never said anything about how you sit. You just said it, bro. Why are you coming at me all aggressive, man? It's my first time on the podcast. Dude, Take it easy. Dude, they see that if you're watching the video, if they're watching the video, they saw your lips say, why are you sitting like that, dude? You I didn't people say can't that, read lips? I didn't say that. You just said that to me. Why don't, you, why don't you fucking tell them what you were saying about Italians right before the podcast? What was that fucked up thing you were saying about Italian people? Italians are cool, and apparently Jake disagrees. So that's he not thinks what that's you a said. fucked up opinion. That's not what you said, bro. You said Italians. You said, I guess they're, I guess they're people. <laughs> no, no, I said, I guess they're cool as people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because of the Sopranos. I like, whoa, I've never seen this show before. I guess they're cool as people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You were like, yo, before I saw Sopranos, I was like, Italians aren't people. Nah, I just, I, I always liked Italians. <laughs> This is what you said to me. It's the you Mexicans it. I have a bone to pick with. What the fuck, dude? Nah, that's cool. I'm Mexican, so you gotta say that. I I I can have. It's like when you hate a little bit of your own family, but you love them. But it's because you grew up with them that you hate them. Oh yeah, it's that kind of thing. I hate. I hate. I have a big enough. I feel like if you have a big enough family, you you're gonna dislike like sixty percent of them. Yeah. 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 I don't. I'm not that social with people, but I'm even less social with my family. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like my cousin reached out to me on Instagram the other day. That She was like, yo, life's been tough on me, but I really miss you. But I'm proud of everything you've been doing. Yeah. I hope we can sit down and catch up. Yeah. You know, I could use somebody to talk to. And she didn't ask for money or anything, but she just wanted a companion. <laughs> that, that was already asking too much. <laughs> yeah, when... <laughs> I agree. When, like, cousins ask for friendship, I go... Nah, we're just blood. Which <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're our blood our our relation is nothing but a coincidence to me. Yeah. yeah that's cold blooded. <laughs> but it's kinda true. I mean, I don't know. Mo I don't know. I, I feel like I have like four cousins who I f consider friends. Yeah, I think relatives are like classmates. Like you meet them all, you decide which ones you get along with. Yeah. And the rest You gotta just, just see. They're just side characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the group of people I'm going to see every period, and these are the ones I fuck with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. This is So, like, officially, we started the podcast. Oh, right? yeah. My guest is Ralph Barbosa. My guest is Jake Letizia. Yeah. You're the host? Not really, but what is up, guys? We are back with another Talking to Myself podcast. Today, I am not talking to myself. I am talking to a former Italian man, now turned Latino, Jake Letizia. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you referring to my ticket last night, dude? Yeah, he got a, he got a ticket last night, and the cop was like, "Yo, you Latino? <laughs> this guy's gotta be Latino." <laughs> yeah, I was uh, hopping the turnstile, and uh, I got ticketed. Me and my friend were hopping the turnstile, bro. That was it was fucked because I was like, I was walking with a friend, and I I said to him, I was like, "Yo, I just want to walk to like 59th and then take the train home," and he was like, "Oh, you want to?" Well, you don't want to just come in Grand Central with me? I was like, all right, I guess. And then I usually pay if I think I can't hop. 
Like you've seen me do this. Yeah. I, every time I'm like, yeah, it's risky. I pay. So he's, I go, I don't know if we should hop. There's usually cops here. And then he goes, nah, man, there's, I've hopped here before. So I was like, fuck it. So we both hop and immediately cops see us. So, and there's nowhere to run. So your friend is a fed. He's undercover. That I mean, dude, you should. Just, if you saw his stories the next day, he kept or the that night he was like, "Yo, I ratted out my friend immediately." Fuck him, dude. Yo, he yeah, he Henry healed you. He Henry healed the fuck out of me, dude. Yeah. We gotta cancel this man. We gotta fucking put him in the ground. He was like, "Nah, trust me, I know a place." You were like, "Nah, I'm pretty sure that place is no good." He's like, "Trust me." Trust me. I was like, "Yo, man, I just want to go for a walk." He's like, "Nah, man, come with me." Damn, he set you up, man. But yeah, the cops. I was like, "We're not gonna. If we run, it's gonna be way worse." So I just stayed put. And they came up real aggressive. And this woman, it was a woman and a dude. And the woman was like, you stand here and you stand here. Like telling us where to stand. And then he said. Yo, she, I agree with you. Women are getting out of hand. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, as the story goes, both get out of hand. Cause, so she tells me to stand in one place and him the other place. And she goes, because he did it, pointing at me. And, the, and he didn't to my friend, which we both did, dude. What the fuck? But that's why I'm saying he was a fed. He was in on it the whole time. I guess so. Well, allegedly, he also did it. Right. <laughs> this po this podcast has been in, in the New York Times because I was in court. <laughs> dude, you got to stop snitching out here, man. Hey, man, I held up in court last time, dude. Fuck it, I held I held up uh, under under the scrutiny of a judge. Anyway, allegedly, my friend also did it. He did it, bro. It was only me who hopped. It was only me on the record who hopped. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. So then what happened was. They were being very aggressive, and I just went like, "All right, all right," and then they they, they calmed down because I guess they realized we we're gonna be fine. Uh, and then this guy was like filling out this form, and then at one point he's like, "Letizia, are you Latino?" <laughs> and I just said, "What?" And he goes, "What are you? What, what are you? What's your background?" And I go, "Italian." And he goes, "Ah, you know what they say? You assume make an ass out of you and me." And I was like, bro, I didn't, I mean, in my, I didn't say this to him, but in my head, I was like, I didn't say shit. I don't understand that, that you make an ass out of you and me. Like, what would make you the ass? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind the dumb one. You said it. <laughs> Yo, if I would have thought you were a Latino, you would have looked like a fucking ass. <laughs> also, you thought, you already did it. You looked dumb. <laughs> you already assumed it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah, but not officially on paper. No, none of my friends are going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I hopped the turnstile. You gotta take. Do you think? And only me. Do you think after you guys were walking off, that cop was like, "Fuck, I hope that guy doesn't have a podcast to talk about this on." <laughs> Maybe, dude. I hope this clip. I hope this fucking clip goes viral, and this cop is like, "Fuck, dude, why I think he was Latino." Fuck, Fuck dude. This goes out to all men and women. We're coming after you. Your your days are done. <laughs> Well, also, I was like, is he being racist? Like, what? Did, I, I didn't know how to feel about him saying that. I think that's like a like a thin line between just racism and just ignorance. I think yeah. you have to be ignorant to be racist. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was just ignorance. Just pure ignorance. Yeah, yeah, just pure ignorance. For a second, I was like, are you saying that, like, Latinos hop turns? So I was like, why are you assuming this? He's like, you guys like to jump over things that hold you from getting into things. <laughs> it, well, it was, it was also embarrassing because I think, I think he was Latino. <laughs> so he's like, yo, you, you, you're, you you're, one of me. You one of me. You know, my family used to jump things. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I was oh. like, damn, dude, you're fucked. Anyway, enough about me, bro. How you doing, bro? You're in the city right now, Just chilling. Yeah, this has actually been my uh, bed for the past two weeks. Hell this, yeah, this dude. This couch here. 
Uh, Jake and Fernando have been letting me stay on their couch. Oh, yeah, Fernando Ruiz, you know. Fernando Ruiz. Ruiz the Cheese, as a lot of people know him. We all call him Ruiz the Cheese. People should start doing that. Yeah, some guys just call him Buddy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this is like the fifth time I come over here, I think. I don't know, man. I think so, something like that. But every time I come over here, they let me stay on their couch. And it's true. we eat a bunch of food. It's true. And, yeah, man, I don't know. This is... This time, we're staying in Queens. Yeah. Astoria. Well, don't get too specific. Address is... <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. I don't want people to know where exactly, but... I've already seen people approach you and get real excited, so I don't want to start... I don't want you to say the address and then be like, yo, he's on a podcast? Yeah, for the record, I'm not living here. I just... <laughs> I just staying here while I'm in town. Yeah, he's gone soon. Two days, he's gone, bro. In two days, I am out of here. Yeah, so don't come knocking. And you will never see me again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I, I just... I, brought, I bring it up because... This is my favorite New York neighborhood that I've stayed in, man. I love, I love Queens. You like Astoria the best. I like Astoria like a lot. Uh, it just feels very, like, neighborhoody home. Yeah, like, yeah. Last time we were on the Upper East Side, which there was tons of great food around, from the bodega and best chopped cheese, bro. Best chopped cheese in New York. Best baby. chopped cheese I had so far. I haven't tried them all. That's I, true. I, I will try every chopped cheese in New York. I, I swear. I swear to Christ, I will try every chopped cheese in New York. I haven't seen you eat a single one this time around. Well, I'm taking a break. I got a lot of trips coming <laughs> up dude. to New York. But they also had International Wings Factory, which if you get the Nashville-style wings, those are amazing. Yeah, go there. This is just this is just a podcast plugging all the best spots in New York, according, yeah. to, according to Ralph Barbosa. Well, that's the main thing I come to New York for is the food. Comedy's cool, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. like something I do on the side, but yeah. I come here for the food. Yeah, well, he's better at eating than he is at comedy. That's true. <laughs> I'm better at putting things in my mouth than what comes out. Hell, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Yo, you were talking about blue cheese last time we were eating wings. Yeah, blue cheese. I got the wings at the Comedy Cellar when I went to go watch. And you got with blue cheese? They, yeah, they didn't have ranch, so I just got blue cheese. And it was better, wasn't it? I don't know. It was. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it was. It depends on The who, wing? No, oh, I mean, yeah, that too, but it depends on whose ranch it is. Like, International Wings Factory, I got to try their blue cheese because their ranch is... Yeah. yeah So we'll see Other than that Yeah New York is cool The subway Is tight man I, I met a guy on the. I got on the wrong train Last night And I met a dude And He's either The coolest Dude ever Yeah Just laid back mellow Or he's a serial killer Who just Is kidnapping A bunch of Special, special education students What does that mean Explain that further that's a wild statement to just make. Yeah, so you gotta I, explain this, man. I got on the wrong train. Wait, hold right? on. Before you, before you, I forgot to uh, put the timer on. Ah, shit. Unprofessionalism. Professionalism. Let me check the phone while we're on break. Oh, we're good. No, no, no. There, the this camera turns off after a while. It's all, so you gotta. So I gotta make sure that. Uh... Yo, send us money for new cameras, <laughs> fans. Join our Patreon. Wait, so tell me, so this guy was either a what? A pedophile of special needs kids, you said? I don't know if he's a pedophile. He might be kidnapping them. Oh, Let's kidnapping not go that special far, needs though. kids. I, I was just trying to read. I was trying so, to backtrack and find out what you said. It's a crazy accusation, Jake. <laughs> All right, dude. I feel uh, like they're pretty adjacent things. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, buddy. <laughs> I I got on the train, and I was on that corner little seat. There was only like two seats. Yeah. And this tall dude, he's dressed in all black. 
which is either the coolest thing or the scariest thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. And he's like, yo, can I sit down, man? Wait, what like, do you mean all black? Did he have a mask on too? Nah, he didn't have a mask on. Okay. Uh, he was just wearing like a like a suit looking thing. He looked like a vampire slayer. Hell yeah. And he might have been. There's a couple in New York. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, shit. They have like a whole network underground. I knew it. Anyway, <laughs> that just changes everything. Keep going. He uh he sat down and then uh I don't know what how we started talking. He was just like Oh, he was like, Yo, that girl across from us been staring at you this whole time. I was like, For real? And then I look and there was like a sixty year old lady. <laughs> He but he described her as he was like, yo, the girl with the red lipstick, she's been staring at you this whole time. Yeah, this lady was like sixty something years old. I was like, does he think I'm into it? Like, are you in? I don't know. But I was just like, ha ha, all right, man. And then started like chit chatting a little bit. Why do you think he's kidnapping kids? Sounds like more like he's kidnapping old ladies. I'm dude. getting there. All right, dude. let's get there. Let's get there. So, this is the first thing where I'm like, yo, he. He was like, yo, my roommate, man, she looks good, man. She's like, she going to get it tonight. What? And, yeah, I was like, okay, either that means, like, she's, like, you know, getting it, like, like, like him and his roommate been banging. Yeah, yeah. Or he's going to murder his roommate. Yeah, but yeah. But I don't know. I didn't know. I was just like, oh, yeah, cool. And then he he was, he was like, talking about stuff. We were just talking again. and. Uh, he was like, where are you from? And he's like, you visiting? I was like, yeah, I'm here from Texas. He was like, yo, I'm going to Texas. I was like, oh, dope. I was like, uh, like, like a little vacation or like just to visit family? Like, what are you doing? He was just like, nah, I'm going on a road trip down there with, with my job. I was like, what do you do? He's like, well, I'm taking some of my students. I, I'm a teacher for, uh, for special ed students, and I'm taking them down there and for a road trip. I was like, where where to exactly in Texas? He was like, I don't know. What? Yeah, I was like, yo, are you stealing these kids? Like, <laughs> are you going to murder your roommate and then steal the kids? Like, it's a lamb. Either he's like banging his roommate and and he's he's so cool about it. And he's also like this cool special education teacher who who's going to take these kids on a road trip. How long was he going to take them there for? I stopped asking questions because I was like, you know what? You do you, man. <laughs> That's what makes you happy. I don't know these kids, you know. I'm gonna assume the best and hope and hope these kids are fine. Yeah, I'm sure they're. Fi- I mean, it sounds like. Uh, I guess that's not too crazy. I'm trying to think of when I was a kid. I went. On, I guess I went on trips. I went. On, like we went to Washington D.C. But you knew the destination. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it was like a scheduled thing that they did every year with with the class. It wasn't like, hey, this year where are we going? You guys want to vote? This guy in the train said. That Dallas was cool. I, t- I I told them I was like I was like uh I was like you know it's it's real cool to visit the big cities down there like Houston Dallas all that and he was like like those little hard to find areas are pretty nice too. Those what? Little- nah, he didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> he he did say like I do like open space areas though. He's like country towns. Okay. Yeah. You I mean honestly you could have been the fucking you could have Batman the shit out of this. You could have been a hero. You could be like, "Yo, go to this specific place and then you could call the local cops and be like, "Hey, keep an eye on this guy. He's got a bunch of kids with him." Yeah, but and he seems weird, bro. He told me an old lady was eyeing me, like like I would want to have sex with her. And the cops would immediately be like, "Bro, that's weird." 
we gotta keep an eye on this dude. Nah. Because clearly that was the that was the part that made you be like, yo, this guy's really weird. Well, he's either like the weirdest guy or the coolest guy. Like he's that could that could also be like just a very chill, mellow, good person. That's kind of I mean that's honestly that's pretty progressive that you be like, yo, that old lady, like just not refer to her as an old lady. It's like, yo, the one with the red lipstick, dude, she's a banger, bro. He's like, I don't see age. I just see love. Yeah. Did he say that? No. But also, that could also be bad, though. If he says, I don't see age, I just see love, he's a, taking a bunch of kids to Texas. He's t- he also told me he had to go meet his uh his roommate's dad. It's... Maybe they are fucking. Maybe they're, maybe they're like, getting married. And if I had to guess anything, my final guess, yeah, this is what it is, I'm assuming, is he was in love with his roommate, Little by little, he started falling for her. They started banging. His job is going good with these with these kids. Yeah. But the kids probably have shitty parents, and he's yeah. noticing it and doesn't know what to do. So he has this dilemma where he, he, you know, he's in love, but he has his work dilemma, right? Not too much pressure, whatever. Then he meets his father-in-law and, for some reason, starts falling for his father-in-law. His roommate's dad. His roommate's dad is bisexual. Very progressive. This is your best very guess? Beautiful. Uh, so now he's in this love triangle. And the the way that his students' parents are treating his students is getting worse and worse. He doesn't know what to do about it. He's following the pressure. He says, in one night, I can solve all my problems. I will kill my roommate so I can be with her dad, run away with these kids, and we'll raise them in Texas. Which I think is beautiful. <laughs> and if you don't, you are a bigot. <laughs> I think that's beautiful too. Yeah. But I think it's a wild best guess. <laughs> <laughs> My best guess is he's actually this third party is the most involved part of this. Dude. But why are they taking the kids? The kids are... The kids don't have parents. They have shitty parents. Were you not listening to the story? Is that you said that at one point? Yeah, he's he's he doesn't like the way these kids are being treated by their parents. But how does he know? Is my point? Because they hit him. How does he know that? Because they get to school late and they they blame it on the kids and they go, "It's all your fault," and they hit him <laughs> in front their... of him. Yes. So this is a school for special needs kids where they just open like the parents are openly. Nobody hitting said them? anything about a school for special needs kids. Probably a school with. Like a special ed class. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's a full class. I have no idea what's going on. I'm looking for the info from you, dude. I don't know either. Don't get mad at me for assuming info. Well, get... You just assumed the whole love triangle. <laughs> You're getting pissed at me for assuming a school? I'm not making like a guesstimated assumption. Like in, in the world of detectives. You're getting pissed? You think it's wild that I assumed it's a special <laughs> needs school, but it's not wild for you to assume that he's having a love triangle with the father and they're abducting these kids? Dude. Let me tell you something. In the world of detectives, you like you're not allowed to believe in coincidences. <laughs> but you also can't just assume that they all go to a special needs school. Yeah, but you also can't just assume <laughs> that him being like, I gotta meet the father. He also said meet the father. Now I gotta see the father again. Also, how do you know they've been fucking? I feel like he's with this I feel like he lives with this girl and he's like, yo, she's gonna get it tonight. But he's never fucked her. He's just like trying to be like, dude, she's so hot. I, I wanna give it to her. But you assume that he's been getting it. Was he a good-looking dude? 
Yeah. Damn, that changes the whole thing. That does change. That everything. changes so much of of what you said. Yeah. He's probably has been having sex with her then. Yeah. He's got that hot privilege, bro. When you're super hot, you you're you're allowed to do anything. You can just go up to parents and be like, "Yo, can I take your kids on a road trip to <laughs> wherever?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, go ahead. You're fucking hot, man." Yeah, dude. That's what happened to, with what's called with MJ, Michael Jackson, but I guess that was more. I mean, I think that was more of like a money. It's a fame privilege. But you know what? I never really. Some people thought he was hot. The women who the women who were like, "Yeah, take my kid with you," they thought he was hot. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That is nuts. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, my mom also used to just let me go with dudes because they were hot. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> One of them. And that was is Michael. sad. <laughs> 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 that's that's cool man you you had you your parents are still married right yeah still married mm, so you got the whole other side of trauma <laughs> yeah 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 i guess so there's like you got the split parent trauma i got the i got the uh I f- maybe they should have split up trauma, trauma yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i feel that i can't like i want to i want to get married one day but i know that whoever i end up with is either going to be the most chill yeah relationship or just like the most toxic one you think so yeah like it's either gonna have me like ready to murder us and take some kids to texas yeah or it's gonna have me like just chill but i feel like really chill mellow relationships uh lack a lot of like affection and a lot of like excitement you know what i mean yeah like nothing makes you appreciate a partner like you know watching them come home after you've been wondering who they've been fucking for the last ten hours, you know what I mean? Like, like if they, you like that, you like that part of a relationship. It makes it so much sweeter when they do come home. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Like that's so dumb. Like if you're waiting at home and you're like, oh yeah, my partner gets home at seven every day, and then we're mellow for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's calm. And it's nice that they get home at seven. Every now and then they get home at seven oh eight, and you were like, "Oh, I was a little worried there for a minute, but yeah, you're yeah. here, you know." But you rather have the excitement of where is she? Yeah, I'd rather be like, "Yo, she got out of work at six on Monday. It is now Tuesday." And then when she does get home, you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and she's like, "What? You don't think I fucking love you? I fucking love you." And then you're like, "I love you too," and you just start making out, and <laughs> it's way more passionate, man. I so want you're, that passion. You're passion over love is what it sounds like. I'm, or is yeah. passion love? Passion is part of love. So you think? What do you think? Boredom? You think it's just settling? No, nah, I don't. Do you think, think it's, you need toxic a, a toxic relationship? I to think. Be in love? I think I just personally need toxic. I don't think boredom is not a form of love. I think boredom itself is a is a form of love. Yeah, you can be bored together and you enjoy each other's company. That's true. I just find that extremely boring. Sure. You know what I mean. I wanna, uh, isn't that on you though? I want to ask you who you're texting, and I want to see you chunk your phone out the window. <laughs> are you for for real though? Do, are, do you really get worried about that shit when you're dating somebody? Do you get do you get paranoid like that? Um, nah. I think I used to. I think like as a teenager. I feel like and, as a teenager, I mean, I, I, yeah. For me, I, like as a teenager, I get paranoid. But as I've gotten older, I, I don't. I don't think about it at all. Yeah, I might have gone too much the other way with it. Like I used to be super jealous, super like. Yo, what the fuck is this and that, right? Yeah, yeah. And now, now I might be too mellow to the point where a girl might be like, "Yo, do you even care though?" Yeah, too indifferent. Which is like, yeah, I do, I do care, but like, 
what am I supposed to do? Like progress check you, like progress report. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you talk to anybody today? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, relationships are tough, man. I haven't even had a real relationship since like uh, when they first shut everything down for the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. That was cool though. She worked. That's not too long ago. Who's that? Fuck, it's a package. Yeah. Hold on one second. Yo, we're gonna cut this out. This is dumb. We sh- we should cut this out. Check emails. Is that those clippers? Yeah, the clippers for my head. I gotta cut my hair, dude. I don't cut shit out, bro. We get the we get the full effect here, dude. All right. So anyway, I was saying this girl. So your last relationship. <laughs> it's one of the greatest relationships I've ever had. Yeah. I didn't know. You know, like when the pandemic first started and everything was shut down, you know, yeah. everybody was like, oh, shit, I wonder how long it's going to last. Like it was stressful. Right. But having a girlfriend made it a lot easier because she worked at a restaurant just doing curbside. And so she would just like come hang out after she got out of work yeah. and she would bring food. And I don't know about you guys, but I personally love doing nothing. I love just being home all day. I remember uh, that's around the time the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls documentary came out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. I uh, wish I liked sports more to argue about it. But I'm not even that into sports, but. All right. I, like, I pick I mean, LeBron then. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I think I think Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. Greatest player of all time. I mean, Space Jam's the best. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on, dude. I Space Jam, the first one I've seen a million times. The LeBron one, didn't even watch once, dude. Yeah, I didn't but it was even, trash. I didn't even watch that. So, and I picked the best things off movies. Like the Titans is my favorite football team because remember the Titans is sick as fuck, and I know they're not a, related, but they are, dude. Bro, that brings me to my point though. So me and this girl, I was never nervous or anything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she didn't know what Space Jam was, and she said that the LeBron one was good. So I was like, oh, we're over. <laughs> nah, is that what happened? That is exactly. Is that what really happened. what happened? Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be cold hearted in these streets. <laughs> But it sounds like the board. It sounds like for real though. The board, like you were doing the boredom thing, and you liked it. Like you yeah. were just doing being boring as shit, and it was still fun. Yeah, but even that made even that started getting me a little paranoid after a while. Well, was was paranoid about that? Because I was like, what if I'm too boring? Yo, she's she's too quiet. Did she get all her excitement out with another guy? <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I didn't. Nah, I I uh, I don't know, man. When when things open back up, uh. Having a partner is tough because it was not tough. You you it's you just you got to prioritize your partner. You know sure. what I mean? Out of like respect for your partner, and uh, I don't I don't think I did a good job of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that things opened back up. I just I wanted to go do like comedy and stuff like ASAP. Yeah, and this is Texas, so uh, I don't know. I could be wrong, but according to the people who were running this club, I think the Addison Improv was like. The first club to open back up in the country. I don't oh, know. damn. Yeah, it was like they shut us down on the 13th, and on the 14th, we were like, I think we're good now. <laughs> nah, nah we, we opened up pretty quick. I don't remember, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as the comedy show started coming back, and and no nobody really wanted to... Well, not that nobody, but there was a lot of people who didn't want to perform. Yeah. You know, obviously. Because it because was still school. a little early, yeah. But I was like... Fuck it. That means I can perform then. Like, yeah, you want to perform? Anybody, anybody who wanted to come headline in Addison, uh, 
I was one of the few people who was available to open. Yeah. And, you know, amongst other gigs. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't knock anybody for bringing their date to comedy shows. Sure. I personally didn't want to because I felt like I was trying to grow my material. So when I was, you know, I'm like writing all day. And when I'm there, I'm like focusing on the material. And I felt like I wasn't going to be able to pay my date the respect that she deserved. Yeah. Like, you know, as as in being a date here, like yeah, like yeah. being out with them. Yeah. It felt more like if you're at your job and you got your partner there just kind of waiting while you finish your shift yeah so i didn't i didn't want that and there's gonna be weighing in my head like oh shit i feel bad like i just wanted to be at the shows with a clear mind and when i was not at the shows you know i was, I was like cutting hair i was still cutting hair full time so yeah it just kind of drifted apart i was like yo if the world ever shuts down again let's try this again <laughs> So you're, you're you're like I kind of for, for the sake of love you're kind of banking on uh, another pandemic. <laughs> That's why like when that monkeypox COVID twenty two bro. Nah, when when monkeypox like when that first started blowing up, I was like, who knows? It might be around that time again for me love, to settle dude. down a little bit. Hell yeah, you know, monkeypox it up together. Although monkeypox comes from love, dude. So I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. it might be a catch twenty two there. Yeah, it might be a catch twenty two, bro. <laughs> Life is tough. I think I don't know. I think you're right though. Of like um. I, I lately have been thinking about how there is something to like you. I think if you if you're actually interested in somebody, there is a little bit of like you you got to be nervous. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I said that at all, but yeah, I am right. Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm turning your paranoia thing into a nicer thing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. I did. I forgot we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, like. Yeah, to you like gotta a be degree. a little nervous. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be like the perfect amount of nervous. Like, like there's people who who don't get jealous, but there is a certain amount, like a tiny bit of jealousy, or like, like you know, you you kind of territorial. That's like a healthy amount, like a tiny little like. Yeah, you don't. It's, I don't. You don't want to be territorial jealous, but you want to be like you want to go after somebody who you're like, oh yeah, other people are interested in this person. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to go after somebody you're like. You don't want you. The person you're with doesn't want to th- doesn't want you to think about them that you're like I mean pff, nobody likes this person nobody fucking wants this person nobody wants you you're lucky I want you <laughs> yeah you're you. lucky I want you <laughs> no one wants to feel that way like no one wants to feel like their partner thinks that they're way better than them you know what I'm saying so yeah. there's got to be some balance of like the person being like you know oh shit I'm lucky to be with this person relationships also freak me out a little bit cause it's it's like cause you hate women <laughs> It, it it's just weird that like <laughs> this person, like it, it it I think it's for me it has to start off like a friendship kind of thing, right? Yeah. You got to be fond of spending time with this person and it'd be fun, but it's weird when it becomes like a little too needy, like when it becomes like a, you know, I need a certain amount of attention, a certain type of attention from this specific person. Yeah. You know, then it's like, yo, calm down, and if I catch myself feeling like that then i'm just like what have i become like who am i like but then again you don't want to demand attention from somebody yeah all right wow dude didn't even hold your thought with that all right dude you're getting deep the timer fucked you up we'll be right back after these messages all right we in we're back we're back all right so you're talking about relationships bro you don't you don't you don't like when you get to the point where you feel needy in a relationship you feel like you you need something from somebody yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I kind of right, lost my track. <laughs> hey, yo, you know what this was? Why was making me think of what? this is like a little joke on like I've only seen this like in New York. It could be other places, but a little joke on like the whole Brooklyn comedies. I noticed comics here. Yeah, they get on stage and the and they one of the first things they do, they go like this. Yeah, yeah. And then about three seconds into their set, it's like they take it off. It just falls though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is funny. Anyway, <laughs> relationships are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick I just want to say I noticed people do this In Brooklyn <laughs> Yeah some like, people do it Anyway guys So yeah like, <laughs> I just never seen that Fucking up the whole audio The whole recording's all like <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit I didn't even think about no, that probably, It's probably fine Alright um, Striking <laughs> You guys don't know How many times Jake said that While when turning you turn on, on That's light. a professional thing to do When you turn on lights We're in an apartment dude These are professional film lights dude I get it Don't get of, mad Because I, I work in film production You piece of shit Out of respect for the lights No respect for you So you don't hurt your fucking eyes Striking Yeah Bro <laughs> you don't know How many times I didn't say that And then somebody goes Ah oh, oh fuck <laughs> Why didn't you say something he, But like you like I didn't know what it meant, and you explained it to me. You yeah. said you said striking. Yeah, that means the lights are turning on, which you know you could have just been like, "Yeah, I'm gonna turn these lights on." Boom, we're done. Yeah, but it's just a good pra- It's a good thing to always know. That's that's true. That's yeah, true. it's a good thing to always say. It's um, a professional thing to do. I'm trying to keep this professional, and you're trying to sully this fucking whole process, bro. I'm trying to sully it. Yeah. What does that even mean? You're trying to fucking uh, sabotage. Sabotage That's what Sully means Bro what's going on Why are you dodging This whole conversation About uh You don't like You don't like uh When people When you need something From from uh, a partner You're uh, dodging bro You're about I, to go Heavy in Yo But like I don't know How much Is it Like What's a normal amount To need From your partner Like what's a, Like When are you being Too needy You know what I mean I was I was I talk about this a lot. I was an only child for a long time. Yeah, you know, yeah. I lived just at my grandma's, just me and my grandma for a long time. Yeah. So I was just in my room a lot of time. I had like my friends that I hang out with tons, you know. But there's also a lot of times that it's just me in my room. Yeah. Just watching TV all day, playing video games, like go outside to shoot the basketball by myself. Yeah. So, you know, being around like people, especially in a relationship, it's like. You know, because even now as an adult, I'm alone a lot. Like, yeah, I'll be at a comedy club with, you know, comics and out here. But my day is, like, in here mm-hmm. all the time. Like, mm-hmm. just in my head, you know. So, in a relationship, it's weird to me. It's It, it feels like I'm, like, not carrying the person. Because I'm not, like, carrying the relationship. That's not what I mean. But it does feel like, a, like all right, I'm holding this person. And after a while, it's like, yo, how long can I keep this up? <laughs> yeah. But what do you mean? How long can you, what do you mean? How long can you keep it up? Well, well, the other person, what do you mean? But when you're with that person, you're, you're, you're not, you're not, are you just, you're not still in your head. You're with them. Yeah. 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 But after a while, it's like little things start to kind of like, like I start to overthink them. Like there's times where, I, where, you, where you might be like. Yo, I might want to hang out with that person. Yeah. But it's just like, damn, how much is too much hanging out? Or like when, when, like, well, too I, much for who? Too much for, too much, like, yeah, what, what is the too much? Like, what is it like too much for 
what you want to do with your life or too or they think it's too much or yeah like i don't want to suffocate anybody ah, that's okay. always something i'm worried about you know what i mean it's like i don't want to suffocate and i also don't want to be suffocated sure so like i also start to get a little worried about like am i coming off mean for not spending enough time or am sure. i asking for too much time i overthink all those things yeah so it's just like damn it's tough yeah, but I think you just you just you figure that out with the person. Yeah. You just talk to that person, you figure it out. Bro, if somebody fucking if somebody it's all about the only reason why you wouldn't talk about that is cuz you don't want to you don't want to like show your hand and be like, "Yo, I want to hang out with you a lot" cuz you're afraid that's too suffocating. I hate showing my hands. Yeah, but you got to fuck it. Don't be cool, dude. When you date, don't be fucking cool, bro. That's that, stupid. That's probably some of the best dating advice anybody can ever hear. Don't be fucking cool. Just be you. Be genuine. Yeah. If you want to hang out with a lady, go, yo, I want to hang out with you. Yo, let's hang out. And if she doesn't want to, she'll be like, nah. That's or, true. Or she'll be weird and be like, oh, I can't. And then you go, all right. I mean, that is how I am like 90% of the time. I yeah, just never, I just haven't got to that point where we're like seriously dating since the pandemic. Yeah. But anybody I've seen, you know, after that, when we hang out, it is like a, yo, you, you want to hang out? Yeah. Yo, you want to do this? Like, yeah. And, you know. But yeah, I haven't gotten to that point since since the beginning of the pandemic of the actual like, yo, this is a real relationship now. Yeah. Which if it happens, it happens. But at the same time, I feel like I haven't let it happen just because I know it's like a lot to figure out. Figuring out a person is a lot. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll figure out a person later. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta stay focused right now. Yeah, well, that's that's a different thing. If you if if it's about like your career, then you're yeah, that's a whole different thing. You're trying to make something happen, and you yeah. feel like you don't want to give too much time to somebody who. Yeah, there has been a couple girls that I I think were like ready to maybe like date a little more seriously. Yeah, but I was like, they don't they have no idea like that I you have, hate women. So no, much. that I have no money. Oh, <laughs> I'm just well, like, let me make this a real job first. <laughs> And we'll come back. Yeah, but wouldn't you wouldn't you rather have somebody now who understands that who like comes up with you? Because then the person's not because at the at the if you start making a lot of money at it, right? Then yeah. people are just gonna be coming at you because you make that money. That def- and the moment you don't make that money, they're gonna be like, you know, like fuck that, you. That definitely sounds real nice. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. to have somebody who's with you, like before you reach the goals you want to reach. Yeah. But it also feels like bad. So, like, a lot of the girls that I've met do pretty well on their own, and sure. it feels bad not to, like, I feel I feel like I'm holding them back. Like, I've talked to girls who, like, want to spend the weekend doing fun things, like go to a fucking baseball game just to sit there and have some drinks yeah, and then yeah. go out that night or something. And yeah. it's just like, you know, if I do that, you know, my next two months are fucked. Yeah, yeah. Or it might keep me from traveling somewhere where I need to go do some shows or something. So... You know, it's also they, they want to do things on weekends, which is already tough enough. You know, you got to do shows. And yeah. Stuff. But it feels bad to feel like I'm the one holding them back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be wherever uh, somebody I'm dating is financially. Yeah. I would like to at least match that, at least be close to matching that. Sure. So that I don't hold them back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But do they feel like you're holding them back? Fucking capitalism's keeping me from <laughs> love. No, I'm kidding. Socialist Barbosa. Social. I don't, I don't like any, I don't like any of the isms. Me too, dude. Wow, dude. Hell, dude. <laughs> everyone should bow listening right now. Hell you don't yeah. like isms, dude? I yeah, hate you're isms. a king, bro. 
Bro, yeah. you're woke as fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care for isms. Wait, but the uh, do do the people do the people do they think you're holding them back, or do you just think that? I don't know. Because that's key. You got to ask that, bro. You got to be like, listen. You should just be like, yo, listen. I uh, can't afford this. <laughs> that's a problem. It's a problem. But I would like to go to a baseball game with you, but I cannot pay for it. Also, baseball sucks. Yeah, baseball does suck. Pick a better sport to hang out at. I've always wanted to go to a basketball game. I like basketball. Basketball's tight. Bro, when I was a kid, I went to a kid's birthday party at a, at a fucking at some basketball game. And it was the Nets versus the 76ers. Yo, that's badass. When Allen Iverson was on the 76ers. Yo, that's one of my all-time favorite basketball players. You saw Allen Iverson? Bro, and and I was the only one who wanted the 76ers to win. Like, Hell yeah. And they fucking destroyed the Nets. And I was like psyched talking to the dad the whole time. And his son and like everybody else was like, fuck, the Nets won. <laughs> yeah, because of AI. Because of AI? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. I thought, I thought you meant... Artificial I, intelligence. I thought you were calling the team robots. I was like, what the fuck, bro? A bunch of fucking Those robots. Those are people, bro. <laughs> Italians are people. Basketball <laughs> players are people. You're a piece of shit, dude. Everybody knows Italians and basketball players have no souls. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Nah, Allen Iverson is one of the greatest of all so time. Good. Practice? Probably, you one of the greatest clubs practice? of all time, dude. Talking about open mics. <laughs> That's what I say to people every time they want me to go to a mic. Talk about open mics? Yo, uh, I've thought about maybe like trying to talk to a comic. Yeah. But I don't know. They usually don't like you, huh? Yeah, they usually like, <laughs> like, uh, you Wait, suck. what do you mean talk to a comic? Oh, date a comic. Is yeah, like, like oh, you're trying to date, you know what I mean? But Why not? I've never, I've never felt like the little, like... I don't think anything's ever like really been there, so I'm not gonna like force it either. I'm not gonna be like, yeah. "Yo, you're a comic, so I should hit on you." Like, no, I agree with you. Well, because when when it's, I think of it. I mean, I've seen people uh, in successful relationships who are who are both comics, and I've seen people who were uh, very unsuccessful ones. I think a lot of times it's just it has to do with like you gotta wait for somebody uh, in the scene or who's around who like you are like, nah, I really like, I'm genuinely interested. Who it feels like they feel the same way about you. Because it's like too... I don't know. You don't want to be that guy who's just like... Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then you like fuck a bunch of people. And then everyone's like, yo, why is Ralph just fucking everybody? It's Yo, well, that brings me to a word of advice I heard that might be horrible advice. Or it might just be advice This is our segment. Uh, great advice that might be horrible advice. Great advice that might be horrible advice. Uh, I heard this at the barbershop from a man getting a haircut. Some of you may know I cut hair for a lot of years. I was working at this barbershop. Yeah. And- Worst fucking butcher's heads, dude. Worst cuts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, I mean, look at his cut, bro. You think he's a good barber with yeah, that fucking haircut, Yeah, well, I got haircut, this bro? in New York, so... <laughs> Anyway. Nah, you got that in Texas, bro. No, I, I, I came here with a haircut, and I was here for a while, so I needed another haircut, and... This is on you, New York, if you like it or not. Well, how do you know. feel about the haircut? I liked it. I liked my Texas one better, but I liked it. All right. Anyway. You just showed your hand, bro. You could have just been like, I don't know how I feel about it. No, nah, I've shown my hand on that. All right. <laughs> but this guy was, I was talking, he was asking me about comedy and stuff, right? Yeah. And he said, you know, depending on your way of life, excuse my language, I know people. I know some people aren't gonna like this advice. 
But okay. he said, depend on your way of life. Sometimes you just got to be out here fucking these hoes. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm pretty sure that guy's a pimp. <laughs> so I want to take his advice then. He's an actual pimp? Yeah. So he might have just been like advertising. He might have been just trying to get you in the market for his clientele. Yeah, he's like, just depending on the trade. Sometimes you got to be out here fucking these hoes. Yeah, so this advice sounds definitely bad. Sounds like a guy who's just marketing. I don't know. It sounded like a 3-6 Mafia song. So I was like, all right. <laughs> sounds like he's marketing to his lonely man. <laughs> he's like, yo, you seem lonely. Sometimes you got to be out here fucking these hoes. Also, I, I know them personally if you want to arrange a meeting. <laughs> well, he never did that. But, I'm, you know, every time he's in there, he dresses like fairly nice. Like, yeah. He has like nice sneakers and he buys clothes from like the Gap. <laughs> and I've asked people like, what does he do? And they're like, hey, he's a pimp. But I always just thought they're like, you know, like, like. So they're saying of, he's like a pet, like a player. Yeah, I thought they were like, like giving him like that little compliment, like, ah, he's pimped out. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Pimp, you know. But they don't No, literally, he's a pimp. He yeah, pimp, I think he pimps yeah. women out. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So damn. So know. it's bad advice. So you knew ahead of time it's not, it's not good advice. Well, don't like. Yeah, he's a pimp, but the advice he might just be saying like, yo, go out there and have fun, young kid. Yeah, sure. You know, be safe. Yeah, he didn't say be safe, but in my head he said, it's like, what "You just turned it into a very nice thing." Yeah, man, you can out, go out there and have fun. Don't worry about it. But he was like, "Yo, man, sometimes you got fuck <laughs> Like he said it pretty gross, and you just cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah. I, like I get, like I hear you. I don't hear, I, I don't, I don't hear you, but I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard, you heard what you I heard needed, what I needed to what hear. What you needed to hear. Yeah. So hey, man, if you want to go out and have fun, go out and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think you can go out and have fun, but I don't know. It, it, it's a workplace, like c- comedy. It's like yeah, a, comedy's like, a workplace. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with going out there and just having sex with people, and like, as long as it's good and consensual, yeah. it's a good time. If you're gonna date a coworker, you better be damn sure you both are on the same. That's page. what I'm saying. Imagine, it, imagine if you worked in an office and you and you fucked five people in the office. It'd be weird as shit. Yeah, it's a weird move. I mean, I would. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm a pimp." No, I <laughs> yeah, but everyone in the office would be like, "I don't know, if that, that guy's not. That guy's weird." Be like, "Yo, that guy fucked Jessica, Brian, Kelly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I fucked all of those people." <laughs> Imagine what my penis is like. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, nah, yeah. It's, it's definitely something like. I guess it, how you go about it too. Yeah, but I, I, I think like, if you really just fucked like five people in a workplace, there's way it's really hard to not look bad. Yeah, it's a weird thing to do. Yeah, it's very weird. So if you're ever gonna date a coworker, you got like whether it's just a casual thing or like a like a dating dating thing, yeah, like yeah. you 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 got to be on that same. You gotta page. be interested. Yeah. Yeah. I figure it out. But but what do we know? We're just kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know, man? I'm just a kid <laughs> listening to pimps at the barbershop. <laughs> I've gotten tons of advice at the barbershop. I don't even know what half of it means sometimes. What's the what's the what's the best advice you ever got? The worst? Uh, I got the uh, sometimes you gotta be out here fucking these hoes. And that was what was was that on the good or the bad? I'm still trying to decide to this day. <laughs> take it how you how you want, you know. Yeah. Um, the other advice I've gotten is uh, umbrellas are whack, bro. Yeah, I came out here with no umbrella. That was bad advice. <laughs> I don't rock umbrellas, bro. I just let my hair get wet as shit. Yo, this one came from that pimp's cousin. Uh-huh. Uh, Damn, his pimp's got cousins? Yeah. 
Uh, he said, uh, it's another one about hoes. He said, <laughs> he's like, you know, a hoe can do what she's going to do in the streets, but at the end of the day, no one's going to love her like I do. What? Yeah. What's that even mean? I actually put that in a bit before. What does that mean? It means if you love somebody, you love somebody. You know, through thick and thin. <laughs> Damn, dude, you you should this that should be a bit you do. Is you translating advice that seems fucked up <laughs> into the nicest thing? Because you just did it again. You're like, dude, yeah, love is love. You basically you basically were like that guy saying, love is love, man. She was he was like, you can you can be out partying, you can do what you do in the streets. No one will love you like I do. And I think that's I think that's him manipulating a girl's mind or <laughs> into thinking like this guy loves me. I better work for him or it's just he loves his wife through thick and thin. He's either like, hey, I don't know. I don't care what happens before me. You're, you're, you're you know, a person's a person. But when we're together, I'm going to love you all the same. I so it could be good. It could be love is love. But yeah, it could also. <laughs> it could also be he's manipulating a girl for the worst thing ever. Damn, this is a complex barbershop. It's a complex world, Jake. It's a complex world we live in. I want to write a book now just called, like, Quotes of a Pimp. The most beautiful or the most disgusting. Yeah. A complex world. Colin, what the fuck does this mean? Well, I want to, I want to do another book, and it's just called, What the Fuck? What the fuck? Because after every, like, few paragraphs, you just got to stop and be like, What the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? This is either the best thing or the worst thing I've ever read. <laughs> that's that's what I like about like experiences in general. It's up to you what they mean. Life is like a movie. Sure. Life is art, bro. And the greatest art is the interpret the interpret what do you call it? Interpretation. Interpretation. It's up to the is up to the beholder, the yeah. viewer. You know what I mean? The best art I think has a message, but rarely has a clear message. Sure. I agree with that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you think comedy is an art? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it is? Uh, I think it is to like a degree. Well, I think I think for me it's got to be you still got to be funny. Yeah, funny to me funny is funny. It and funny doesn't need to be an art to be funny, but I think sometimes the way you're funny can be artful. Does sure. that make sense? Sure. But also you're talking about like great art. Like like there's art that's not great art, but I like it. I'm just mean like You know what I'm saying? Does it fall under the definition of art? Well, what do you consider art? I think art is a creation that gets a reaction out of people and gets your just gets something out of you, uh, something that you not necessarily have to decipher, but something that makes you just kind of think, think and feel, and you're not exactly sure in which direction right away. So there has to be ambiguity to it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And see, when somebody creates, like, music, for instance, like a beat. Yeah. Uh, I might I might be wrong, but I, you know, I don't know if anybody can feel this too, but I feel like when you hear the beat, uh, there's art and life to it, you know, because you can almost sense where it came from from it like you you get that heart feel like i could hear a beat and not not only because there's like certain styles of beats coming out of different parts of like america but when you hear a beat that was like created from a, a southern artist 
I can I can almost like you can almost feel it. You're just like, yo, all right, you know what I mean? Or when you see a painting, uh, it strikes that same feeling that a beat might make me feel like a like a whole shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain that feeling, but when I feel it, I know. Yeah. And when I hear a joke, the way it was written, sometimes I'm like, all right, that was like art, you know? But sometimes it's like, that was just pure funny. Sure. So I don't know. So you so you see art not as a, uh, uh, not as a, a like, you don't see art as a category, you don't, or you don't see art as like an overarching thing. You see it as like, like there's comedy there's like movies there's like all there's all these mediums there's all these but mediums there's pieces pieces of it in each are art 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 is proof that souls exist to me and art has soul in it okay so you know what i mean sure and comedy definitely has soul in it don't get me wrong well, but you, comedy strikes for the most part yeah you know just every joke is different right but for the most part i feel like comedy just strikes laughter yeah more than anything yeah some jokes strike laughter and then a whole bunch of other feelings after. Sure. You know, just, and that those are the ones that I'm like, that's art. Yeah, yeah. When, you know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of people hate on a lot of these comics that I'm about to mention, but like, Louis Chappelle, fucking Mark, uh, Mark Norman too, but like, uh, Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Uh, there's tons of comics. George Carlin. Sure. Like Chris Rock, you know what I mean? They sure. they made tons of jokes that are, are also like art. Yeah. But they've also made tons of jokes that are just jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's it's hard. It's hard. You can't like you can't just be like, all right, this is the list of jokes that were art and this is the list of jokes that were just jokes. It's just kinda like a thing that happens, I think. Sure. But, but you're kind of saying it though. You're kind of saying that. You're kind of saying like there's a list that's art. But it's hard to make that list, is what I'm saying. It's hard to like go through each joke and be like that one is art and that one's a joke. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. think it's, I think that's why it's some. That's why when I see comedy, it's more like this is like somewhat of an art because yeah, yeah. art comes out in this too. But I don't know. For the most part, when I see like a creation, something that's like in a museum, something that you know some artist created. You see when they create portraits out of dominoes. Yeah. And that stuff, I'm like, that reaction it gets out of me, I'm like, yo, that's art. Like, that's that's a fucking art. You know what I mean? Mm. Those, these crazy drawings, these paintings, this music, the, the sculptors and the shit they build out of metal. Like, the way it's laid out, you're just like, yo, that's some fucking art. Yeah. You know what I mean? I but just it, went out there and said my mom's boyfriend is better off without us and people laugh. Like, this might be honesty. And vulnerability, which plays into some art, but for the most part, it's a, it's a silly joke. You know what I mean? Sure, but I don't know. I think I think well, that's that's an interesting joke to pick because I think that 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 joke hits because it's there's something deeper to it. Because because you, you're you're doing something that uh, you're admitting something you're not allowed to. Yeah, like, like 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 as a, as a kid, you're not supposed to go against your mom and be like, "Nah, he was right." <laughs> and there's some I don't know. I think that I think there's some artful to that, but it's also weird to call. To consider what you you yourself do art. Also, it's it's like one of those things where it's like you can't even think about that. You just do the joke. You just do the bit. You yeah, f- you follow what you think is the right thing to say. That might be another reason I don't really see it as as that much of an art comedy is because like I'm doing it. Yeah. So I'm like, if I'm doing it, it's can't be all that. Well, you're you know a humble I mean? guy. You're not you're not like a you're not like a cocky fuck. If I was an artist, I'd be cocky. If I was like a tattoo artist. But here's the thing: people, there are definitely people who hear 
jokes that you do and they'll be like, yo, that's fucking art. Like there are people who there are people who will big up it and make it into something that you don't think Which it is. Which that's cool too. Which by the way, like I don't necessarily like like I have these like opinions, but I don't believe in them like hardcore. Like But it goes uh, back to what you said. You said art is in the art is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, definitely. So, so like so like just because you're saying, well, my jokes aren't art, but like this like like Louis Chappelle Carlin, like those jokes are art, or they have some jokes that are art. Doesn't mean yeah. that people can't well, look just, at yours and perceive it that way. If know? they do, I'd great. I I I do like greatly appreciate it. I hope that my jokes have some soul in them. I I feel like they do. I wouldn't necessarily say. You know that I'm like. Doing it, to touch your soul. I think I'm doing it. Just you know, let's laugh. Yeah, like, yeah. I I love making people laugh since I was a kid. I think, but um, I don't know. Maybe because in my head, like. All the comics that I always looked up to, I'm I'm like, yo, these these guys are great. I don't think I'll ever like achieve the things they're achieving. You know what I mean? Sure, but I don't think you should. I mean, I, I think I think that I think those I think a lot of the comics who you like named, I don't like. I don't think at least when they were starting to do it or they were in the beginning, I don't think any of them were like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna paint a cathedral. Yeah, with, no, of the, comedy. Yeah, yeah. My words are are paint. Every word I say is 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 a paint. And I'm gonna fucking make a beautiful <laughs> masterpiece. No, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of them doing the same thing as you of like, no, I think this is funny or like this is like what I've been thinking about. This is how I access this idea. I'm gonna say it. People are gonna laugh. And a lot of times, people, like I said with you, of like people see your stuff and they'll say that's art. Like all the people who are like held in 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 huge renown, people did that. Like they didn't do that. They didn't go. I'm like a. I'm sometimes the guy goes, I'm the greatest. There's Kanye's out there. And then everybody's like, yo, he's, he's right. This he's is right. Art. Yeah. But a lot of times it's a guy who's just doing his thing, you know, just a person doing their thing. And, uh, like and a- then everyone else is like, that person's a genius. She's a genius. And then you're like, and then that person either is like, nah, 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 is humble and keeps working. Or they're like, I am a genius. And it destroys their brain. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's just tough. I think a lot of people it's it's one thing to be a genius it's another thing to accept being a genius yeah i think a lot of people who've i think if you accept yourself as anything you should accept yourself as a student yeah and you know that's one of the few things you should accept yourself as if you accept yourself as like as like a master or just like as, as a gold or something like that uh I think it could be toxic for your brain. Sure, real bad for your fucking brain. Yeah, because now you're making now you now you put yourself in a place of like, I gotta make moves that a master would make. Like, no, I think if you're always learning, you always make not always make the right moves. But I think if you are if you're always on your toes, always learning, always accept yourself as a student. You're much. You have a way higher chance of like progressing in life. Yeah. Progression is good, you know. But you know, if if you put yourself in a and if you put yourself under a title, you'll try to you'll try to stick to that title and, and and people will see it. People might not be able to recognize exactly what you're doing, but people will see some sort of like phonyism. Like there's comics out there who are like, Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna get people mad. <laughs> and it's like you can tell that's their main goal sometimes. Oh, we gotta wrap up. It's about yeah. We got like a minute or so. Oh shit! Damn, I was about to get into some good shit, man. I mean, I could keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll keep it going. We'll get. We'll, we'll get finish this thought. We'll, 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 I'll cut and we'll finish we'll, this thought. All right. We'll, all right. We're back. All right. As I was saying. Don't lose it. Giving yourself titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on that title can be a very bad thing. Yeah. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, that certain comics. Oh, are like, I'm going to say stuff that's going to make people fucking mad. Yeah. All right. So I think there's a lot of comics out there who start to get the rhythm because every comic goes through it. every comedian goes through like learning their own rhythm on like okay this is how you know you get your little process of writing your jokes of performing right and then before you know it you're like writing more consistently and you got these jokes and people talk to you after shows and like it's hard not to let that mold you and it's hard to to know when to let those words mold you because yeah. people always tell you things after shows that you know, it, it gets to our heads. I don't care if you're like the toughest, headstrong comic in the world or, or you're the most sensitive comic. Eventually, things get to you. People say like, oh, you're so funny. Oh, you're a fucking genius. Or like, hey, man, keep at it. You didn't do so bad. And like all these things yeah, kind of yeah, get yeah. you, right? There's comics out there who, who have written some like, and, and this is comics like at all levels, you know? Mm -hmm. But there's comics out there who've written some stuff that maybe was a little more edgy and it got a big laugh. Yeah. And then somebody might have gotten mad at it and they get addicted to that. They get addicted to the title of like, yo, this dude calls it how it is. Yeah, like, this yeah. dude says it. And I've been in green rooms with comedians and and or, or just seen comedians in comedy clubs where they're just like, yo, I'm going to piss off this crowd today. Like, I'm going to get somebody mad. I'm going to walk somebody. Yeah, I'm going to make yeah. somebody leave the show. And that's when I feel like they're living up to the title and not, you know, they're not learning anymore. They're not really, they 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 they've fixated themselves on that title, on the title of like, a, a, a edgy hardcore comic. They've like, let they've let the audience choose who they are for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now you're living up to this title where your main goal is is to make somebody matter, to offend somebody, and it's like, bro, comedy. The whole point of it was to be funny. Yeah, make people laugh. Yeah, and if your audience is built on nothing but people who want to offend. It's kind of a fucking sick audience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, say something, piss me off, yeah, piss, yeah. bring it on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, if your comedy is hilarious and happens to offend, I can't knock it. Yeah, no, like yeah. something I was saying the other day was like, I think a joke can be offensive, but if like half the room is laughing at it, it's just funny. I yeah. think it's, I think it, 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 it slides. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Most people thought it was funny. I'm not going to focus on the offensive part. Every joke, everything in life comes with negatives and positives. It's up to you which part to focus on, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't like that whole, like, nah, I'm here to piss people off. Like, no, you're here to make people laugh. Yeah. You know First what I mean? and foremost, you want to make people laugh. What shit that you think is funny. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of comics out there who are, like, comedies where you should be able to say whatever you want. Which I kind of agree. I think... I think as long as it's funny. As long as As long as, as you pass the art to me. And that's before when you're talking about art. For me, comedy, like... For me, like, arts are certain mediums, right? Yeah. And you have to respect the medium. So it's like, if I'm making a drama, it could be funny, but, like, there needs to be some fucking drama in there. If yeah. It's a, if it's a fucking... If you watch Goodfellas and there, and there isn't some sort of tension and drama in it, you're like... What the fuck is this movie? But it has all the pieces it needs to have. If you're doing comedy, you can be sincere, you can be genuine, you can be offensive, but you have to bring it back to being funny. Yeah, and it, and I think like 
that goes for for all sorts of like jokes you know what i mean yeah. whether they're whether they're political jokes they have a message racial jokes they have a message offensive jokes whatever like the main thing is being funny yeah i don't think you should go out there with like this is the message i have to deliver i think you should go out there with i gotta be funny and if a message is also delivered along the way so be it because that's what like the job is comedy yeah the job is funny yeah. you know what i mean that's the main job and as far as like saying whatever you want i think you should be you should, like go ahead say whatever you want and if it fails then it's up to you you know if i don't think people should be allowed to like delete your job like cancel your job i think yeah. that's between you and whatever person wants to book you sure that's between you and whoever wants to continue seeing you yeah you know what i mean yeah um but there 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 is like a line to it too like say whatever you want sure be that ballsy comic a yeah. lot of people are trying to live up to that like i'm a ballsy comic i yeah. say right live up to that but don't use the stage as a fucking keyboard and desktop because that's what a lot of comics are doing these days like oh i can say it because it's comedy like you can't do nothing to me like no nah, say whatever hardcore shit you want to say but after that show you know Go out there with that audience. Sure. If somebody wants to confront you about that, go talk to them about that. Like, because I'm not. Also, sometimes, uh, sometimes, like, the, yeah. I mean, you were telling me about a joke where you were saying it, and then people didn't, weren't getting it, and then you changed it, and then everyone was laughing, and it's like sometimes, sometimes, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Sometimes, so, sometimes you sometimes consulting the audience and finding out how they feel makes the joke stronger because you're like, oh, all right, I wanted you to actually feel this. Yeah, and you gotta try it to learn it. That's what I believe. Yeah. I don't think you should go out there like, all right, I'm just not going to joke anything on this subject, anything on that subject. I'm not going to talk about this subject. Because I think a lot of people nowadays are trying to make comedy a safe space. And I don't want comedy to be this hardcore, say what you want thing. You know what I mean? But I also don't want it to be like the safest space ever. Because comedy was never yeah. meant to, comedy wasn't created so that people like could feel safe. Comedy was created to make people laugh. You know what I mean? And that is part of the art full of comedy is what makes them laugh could be any combination of words. Sure. You know what I mean? When music was created, they weren't like, music makes you feel safe. It was entertaining. Kept your mind going. And then people used music as a medium to fucking convey messages, to to, to tell stories yeah, of where yeah. they're coming from. Yeah. That's what I like to do with comedy. You know, I did this joke uh, about a couple of my friends you know, going to prison for selling drugs and people were like, yeah, you shouldn't joke about drugs with my friends were on drugs and there's a crazy fucking epidemic in this country. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I'm not saying people should be doing drugs. I'm telling you my story Yeah. with my history of drugs. Yeah. I tell it in a funny way. That's how I write my poem with the joke at every, at every two beats. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, I don't feel like you can tell me not to because that was my life. I'm telling you about my life. Well, it's also how you deal. It's people. For, I think people forget what's called. People always talk about laughter is the best medicine, right? Yeah. And then whenever people are like, "Well, I don't think what you said was funny," and it's like, "Yeah, but why are you fucking with my medicine?" <laughs> like that. Like that's yeah. that's it, what makes me feel better. Like I'm. I also make jokes about people in my life who have died of heroin, and like I I don't. I'm not making fun of them, but like it makes it makes me feel. Making a joke about it makes it makes the tragic fucking thing feel better. Definitely feel okay. You yeah, know? and and you know, I don't like when people try to tell me to like take down a joke on that aspect. You know. Yeah. Because like, I don't like I said, I don't necessarily 
like the whole cancel culture thing, but I also don't like the say whatever the fuck you want thing. Sure. There's like a medium to things, but I don't like when people tell me to take it down because it's like nobody, you know, nobody is stopping me or other people from growing up around these things, seeing these things. Sure. Right. And I'm not asking them to either. I'm not asking people to step in, go save us or nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you turn the blind eye to the things that happen in these neighborhoods your whole life, turn a blind eye to my comedy stories about these neighborhoods. Sure, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Keep that eye blind. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying like whatever you're going to say on stage, if it really is going to be something hardcore, something you're just like, I'm that ballsy guy who's going to say it, keep those balls, man. If you feel like you got the balls to say it on stage, you better have the balls to get confronted about it off the stage by whatever audience member sure, is out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of people are using the stage like like they're like the, people are are doing jokes on stage the way people comment on YouTube videos where they're yeah. just saying whatever and they're like, oh, they're never gonna be touch me. I'm behind here. And they're like, oh, I'm on, I'm a comedian. I can say it. You can't touch well, me. Well, that's what annoys me is when someone because <laughs> I've said jokes where I'm like, people might not like this, and then when people don't like it, I'm like. That's fair enough. And, yeah. and that's the difference. It's like if you go out and you're like, I'm going to offend this crowd. And then when they get offended, they get mad at you. And you're like, why are you so uptight? It's like, no, you. that's you're, what you were doing. You're doing it on purpose yeah, to yeah. get the reaction. Yeah. And then you're like getting away from them. You're going back to the green room. You're not going out in front of them. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Say what you want to say. Make that racial joke, whatever. Yeah. You know, but stand behind it. Yeah. If you really think it's funny, yeah. stand behind it. Yeah. Let yourself get confronted. God, yeah, I'm tired of people being like, say what I want, and it's comedy, so you can't do anything to me. You shouldn't be able to get mad. Yeah. Like, no, what you say should be funny. You should be allowed to say it, even if it gets people mad. But people have a right to, to get mad. Sure, like, yeah. Let the people get mad at you. Take also, the people backlash. have a right to not like you. They're allowed yeah. to not like you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think people, but I, but I still don't believe people should, like, cancel your career. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think people should... Especially if it's if it's just for a joke, I don't think someone should be destroyed. Yeah. But I think that that people sh- can be criticized and will be criticized. You know? Yeah. Take yeah. take the criticism, and you know if you don't like that comedian or that artist, or whatever. I don't think you should try to cancel him. You got to leave that up to him or her and their fan base and and their bookers. Like, you know what I mean? If I said some jokes that I felt maybe you know, rubbed some people the, the wrong way. Not only would I not blame those people for being rubbed the wrong way. I'm only human. I don't, I don't exactly understand what everything yeah. I say is going to feel. But before every joke, I do try to imagine what are they going to think? What are they going to feel? Are they gonna, is this funny or whatever, right? So if I said something that rubbed somebody the wrong way, I wouldn't blame anybody for being rubbed the wrong way. I wouldn't blame anybody for not wanting to see my jokes. And if a booker still wanted to book me, fine. And if another one said they didn't because of what I said, also, I understand. You sure. know what I mean? That's that's the freedom I feel like people forget about. This is, you know what I mean? This is a capitalistic society. People are free to make money or not make money with whoever they want. But at yeah. the end of the day, it revolves around money. So like, yeah, but you're a socialist. Yeah, that's what I you said know. earlier, bro. Did I? <laughs> I say a lot of things. <laughs> also, you're a man of many perspectives. Also, for anybody who's listened this far into the podcast, you should also know uh, I change my mind about things like every <laughs> like every three weeks. 
Like most of my opinions stay the same, I, but a lot of them change too. Like you don't watch this podcast and then like check the date. If you're watching this podcast, check yeah. the date. Cause if you see this two years after we recorded yeah. it, you might be like, Oh, I think I got this Ralph character pegged. And two you're years from now, person. I might be a whole other person. I yeah. might be living in a socialist country. Like comedy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? We should all be getting paid the same amount of money for a job. I don't know what socialism is exactly, but <laughs> I imagine, I imagine it's something like that. Also, if you're listening this far into the podcast, you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. We went in deep, but also, you, you know, at the end of all, everything that was just said, I also don't think comedy should be one way or another. Comedy just is. Sure. So accept it or don't accept it. Funny is funny. Yeah, I think Stay that. in or stay out. It's up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what do you know, dude? What do I know? I'm just a kid. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it on that. Also, uh, yeah, dude, if someone wants to cancel you, which is me, I will take the Italian comments you said at the top of this, and I'll fucking burn you to the ground. <laughs> you can cancel me all you want, baby. Um, no, yeah, but yeah, at the end of the day, we're all, we're just a kid, bro. At the end of the day, we're all just, no, nobody knows more than anybody. We're all just out here fucking. Yeah. Sucking. Sucking. Eating. Eating. And coming. Coming. And that's life. That's life. And if you're, if you're out there, I hope you come soon. (laughs) That's been it. (laughs) Thank you to Ralph Barbosa. Thanks Uh, for having me, man. Hell yeah, dude. Peace out, guys. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake, you don't make any sense.